Welcome to Connection Privé Podcast with myself, Clémence de Crécy, PR owner and director of agency Clementine Communication. I've been inviting over the past few weeks guests from various backgrounds, uh, communication, PR, doctors, authors, and today Harriet Rose is our new guest. She's a regular host for MTV and she's recently hosted the backstage content for MTV Awards, MTV Weekend Not Wasted and MTV Push Live every, every month. I know Harriet for a long time. She is a tremendous DJ, has been uh, working on various events I've been at and I'm so delighted to welcome her today. Thank you so much for having me. It's lovely Ooh. to speak to you. It's been a little while. I follow you on social, so I feel like I've seen you yesterday, but uh, time is flying. <laughs> it has been a little while. So how are you? I'm doing really well, you know. Um, I've kind of got into the swing of this quarantine thing. And, um, oh, have you? Good. It, <laughs> it feels a bit like second nature. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like every other day, I have a little mini meltdown. Oh. But but I'm at least I've definitely got to the point where I'm like able to work now like I'm quite busy with work which is really wonderful but it's a bit of a shock to the system but uh, it's definitely helping to be it when I'm busier with work I'm definitely uh, I find it easier to kind of cope all circumstances more. I know what you mean very much so for for everyone who is uh, listening so obviously we've done a little presentation on on your background but can you um in a few words you know how did you come into your the current industry you're you're in what's your background So I am a presenter and a DJ. I guess we met um, because I've DJed for you a few times. Yeah. And um, in the essence of this podcast, we kind of met in um, in that sense of like, you know, I, networking is a weird word for me because I definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel like it, it's quite an official word, where I, whereas I feel like it's like communication is definitely key to my job. And, and um, I sort of, I present for, places like MTV and um, Build which is like an interview series and lots of different um, lots how did of different you get online. onto how did you get and sorry to, to cut you there but how did you get onto uh, presenting and because from the, from a DJ then the presenting and TV and radio show that you have at FUBA radio now what's your story how did you, you come into doing all, all so many things well I studied um, drama at Goldsmiths University which is in London and I, that sort of taught me a lot about Um, public speaking and kind of like using your voice and how to use it and I realized I wasn't very good at the acting side of things but actually I preferred <laughs> to be kind of like myself but I definitely wanted to do something I just I discovered sort of presenting and, and that that was actually a job and you could actually do that for a living and I was like this is my dream so I just kind mm -hmm. of started going around asking people to do interviews with me and well begging people to do interviews with me <laughs> it worked and, yeah it did and like I I remember at the beginning I interviewed like restaurant owners and ah. mates and musicians and whoever I could get my hands on um and to just kind of hone my craft and then and then I actually took DJing on after that when I realized that DJing was actually a great way to meet other people in my profession and people that might want to hire me So in a sense, that was kind of a networking thing as well. Like I started DJing so, so that I could network um, in different places, but also because I'm so passionate about music and I just couldn't really, I'm quite controlling as well. So I was like, every time I'd be out and listening to a DJ, I'd be like, I really want to do it. I want to be the one doing that. Well, you're really um, good at it. I was I was saying earlier <laughs> on the introduction that, yes, we have met through various parties you've been DJing and 
every time the atmosphere is phenomenal. You know, you clearly are talented with it, with music, uh, but you know how to put a good atmosphere in a room. Um, and it's funny that I didn't realize you study acting, but I would that make sense now because I've seen you launch an IGTV called In the Bus With, and clearly yeah. you need to be a bit of an actor to be able to do that. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the series has been so fun. And that's kind of a weird thing that's come out of, it kind of links to your networking thing as well, because a lot of the guests that I'm having on are people that I've met um, in my career and people that I've become friendly with and we've kept in connection and they have been kind enough to come on the show. But it, I, it, I basically realised, in fact, it was my manager who said to me, you're always in the bath can you please just do your job from the bath and I was like that's actually a really good idea I'm going to start doing my job from the bath so I, I sort of um got in contact with a few people and I, I'm actually so proud of it because I've edited the whole thing myself I've shot it all myself done it from home so it's a bit of a DIY job but do you know what it seems to be making people laugh so um if it's I can brilliant make- if I can make one person laugh while we're having um, a worldwide pandemic, then that makes me happy. Yeah, well, you definitely got me there because I was uh, I was looking at it this morning, and seriously, I was I was I was laughing out loud. I was like, "This is brilliant!" But you know, it would explain. Um, no, I mean, it's not it's not given to anyone to be sitting in a bus and doing that. You're clearly uh, you're clearly a bit of an actor in the sense that you're uh, perhaps you you know who you are, and you're very happy to interview people from wherever. You know, interviewing someone from a bus it's not the it's not a done deal for many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know why I I just think I feel comfortable with people and it doesn't matter who they are I I just love being on a level with other people and having a conversation like a normal chat yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, friendly chat with people and that's my favorite thing I love communication I love yeah, yeah. talking to other people it's in fact it's been what's got me through the lockdown um because without it I because I'm on my own in the in the lockdown and actually um that has been a real struggle as a massive extrovert who spends their entire life and career talking to people for a living um it's been a huge adjustment but that communication has helped me because I've been able to kind of constantly be talking to friends and colleagues and family um so it's kind of benefited me um, and now I get to talk to people for my job from home as well. So it, that's, you know, it's all beneficial. I know. I think, I think it also is, this is all going to get us quite lazy because if you start doing, you know, interview from your <laughs> bath and I do all my, all my calls also from my bathroom, crikey, you know, we're never going to move anymore. <laughs> I know. It's kind of strange to think about how things have changed will change. So because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think that there will be a lot less face-to-face yeah time. and I don't know how I feel about that because I'm a very tactile physical human and I've really struggled to not be able to like you know hug people exactly. and be near people exactly so what I do what it does scare me a little the idea of how whether that's going to really change the way people you know kind of physically interact in the future I I could not agree more I mean you know I build my business also on this power of human connection and and people trusting me into what I do and giving me uh, their PR communication campaign knowing that I could do but loads of human connection and now we have to speak to people just only on on screen I'm I'm like you I'm like oh I do need to see someone and this is what this podcast are all about is to exchange and see how we're going to adapt how we're going to change things a little bit but you know in an honest world, I think this pandemic is um, 
I was looking at the recent figure. I should probably not say that, but it's uh, it's not going to be as damaging as 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 one would have thought uh, initially. And hopefully, we're going to get out of there really, really quickly. It's just the damage done to the na- the, the nation nations and across the world uh, on people, you know, like yourself being alone for a few few months. Uh, people who don't have anyone to rely on that will be will have to pick up the pieces afterwards. And I think that's where the problem will yeah. start. The real problem will start. And that's that's I scares think, me. I think you're. T- Totally right. If you'd said to me two and a half months ago, you are now going to have to be on your house on your own for two and a half months. I would never, I couldn't, I just don't think I could have got my head around it. I think for me, it was about chunking it down into like, just get through this week, get through this week, get through next week. And I think it's taught me a lot about trying to live in the moment more and trying Mm. not to be like, okay, but what's next and what's next? Because in, especially in my career, I find that I'm constantly looking to what's next and it's definitely helped me slow right down and live in the moment. Mm, and that's true. More thoughts on, and, you know, more. and I give you time. You say, you say about living the moment, but at the same time, we give you the, the strength to launch new ideas moving forward, uh, like your IGTV series. Uh, you know, clearly, perhaps it's not something you would have done in, uh, in normal time. So it's interesting because I see a lot of people launching new products, a new campaign, new yeah, no. new, new show, new podcast during that time. So that's some good side, I guess, of being confined. Let's <laughs> try to see the positive side of things. 100%. And I also think, no, I agree. I think that's all we can do. And I definitely would never have made this series. And it's made me so happy to make yeah. it. How do you? How have you coped in terms of uh, mental, mental and physical well-being? Uh, have you had a? Have you kept a nice balance between um, sort of going out, trying to do some yoga, practice anything which kept you se- sane in this sort of past three months? I am um, really into training. It really helps my mental health, um, like physical training, and and so it was a massive blow when. I wasn't able to go to the gym and, and do, I have um, a personal trainer as well, who mentally and physically has helped me so much over the last couple of years. Um, and luckily we continued our sessions on Zoom, which has been really fun, yeah. a massive adjustment, but at least I've had that social interaction and that physical kind of um, connection with someone. But for me, I, at first oh. I found it really hard to leave the house and I was really um, anxious about, um mostly from my side like this idea of spreading the virus and not knowing that you were doing it was like very stressful for me and I I had to really start to force myself to leave and it it's meant that um I got to the point where I was like right I have to leave the house every day now and I also have um I have a therapist who I've uh, been speaking to on the phone every week. And that is incredible. I would recommend that to everybody. Even if you feel totally fine and happy in your life, I think a therapist is important because they're just a really great sounding board. And in this time, it's been detrimental for me. Um, And he's also helped me strategize like ways in which I can improve, you know, if I'm having a rubbish week or whatever, he's really good at suggesting okay cool go for a bike ride this is what you need to achieve today all you need to achieve is going outside and 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 doing this that and the other but for me exercising every day in some capacity whether that's going for a walk or a run or training um or a bike ride and also just making sure that I'm taking time to sit and do nothing so not tv not um anything to kind of distract me like predominantly trying to meditate but if I can't bring myself to meditate then just sort of sitting in my own company for five ten minutes a day that's been really helpful so kind of um trying to take time for myself but equally 
Mm. It, you just can't tell each day how you're going to feel. Um, but I definitely find that mm. working out has been great for me, leaving the house um, and trying to kind of yeah. uh, be as... It's so... Uh, I really appreciate, appreciate the honesty and, and when you talk about having some help, exterior help uh, to keep this mental, um, this health balance. You know, I, I lots of people don't want to recognize they need help or some people don't dare picking up the phone. Um, so I really appreciate that. It's a clear message for everyone out there that there are some, there's loads of help. Um, do you think this is, how would that change your life now? Obviously, hopefully confinement will be over soon. Uh, do you think there's some things that you will keep? Well, yeah, I think for me, I tried to structure as many things that I did in my normal life um, into lockdown. So for me, training and uh, my therapy were two things that I had been doing, I've been doing for a long time because um, they are long yeah. processes, especially <laughs> therapy. Oh, well, and, you know, yeah. training as well. Sort of physical, physical health is a long-term like commitment. It's not a quick fix. You don't just like train and then you're fully, you know, it's a nice kind of long, um, and I, so, but keeping those things going um, that's been a lifesaver for me. I think the thing that I hopefully will take out of um, quarantine is meditation because I never gave myself time for, to meditate okay. before uh, quarantine. And so that is, has been wonderful. And also bike riding. I did not <laughs> ever, never set foot on a bike in London before quarantine. Yeah. And now I'm Wait. like zipping everywhere and I'm absolutely yeah, loving true. it. And it just means no, that I've true. got a bit of independence. Like you don't need to get in an Uber. You can actually just get on a bike with a helmet, <laughs> which I must insist is incredibly important. Um, and just go Wait until your, the, uh, the mate, traffic starts again so in London and you, you might change your mind. I was like you a few years ago and decided oh. that um, I just find it so dangerous in London. But yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to do some sports. And if you combine... Uh, going to work, going to see your friends exactly on the bike, crikey, it's uh, it's even better for the environment and everything. I think that actually maybe that's what's going to come out of this is they're going to create more cycle highways for people because they're so much safer when you're not actually on the road, you're on a separate so maybe they're going to encourage mm. more people to I think to ride we're about to launch, um, so I've great. seen a couple of people mentioning that, you know, the uh, electric scooter that they have in Paris and Berlin and everywhere in the world. I think there's a few, there was a few in London, um, but on the back of this uh, quarantine, yeah. yes, they will launch a more scheme, work scheme, so people can have more electric uh, scooter all around London. But they go really fast, these scooter, so they are actually bloody dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> They do. Uh, no, I find them, them quite in, scary. Um, in Paris, yeah. when there was no regulation whatsoever with the kids, and I had, I think, two kids on mine, and my husband at, at the other one. Um, yeah, looking back, it's like wow. never again. It's completely lunatic. It's completely crazy to have done that. But um, but I guess it gets you from one bee to another, and it's safe, environmentally friendly. I guess that's what I meant to say. Um, but yeah. yeah, let's let's see what come out of all that. Um, but talking yeah. about all this mental well-being, um, I I agree with you. And you know, seeing a therapist, as you say, it's awesome. There's been some really good campaigns. Um, when you were talking, I was thinking of this uh, campaign like Heat Against Heat, uh, which has been launched recently, also by by some friends and connection. Um, just thinking of all these people who've been on their own on their own over the past you know few weeks and haven't been able to seek for help um and and uh, all this violence domestic violence and so on so yeah give you a bit of shiver on the back and hopefully people now find a way to mm. to get outside and speak to people again well i also just hope that the government looks into a way for providing therapists and mental health assistance 
for people who can't afford to pay for it privately in an easier way than it is currently available because I know it's very difficult to find a you know because I've experienced a lot of therapists. You, you you don't just like the first one you meet. You know, you have to really merge with them. You have to really vibe with them for them to be able to help you. And mm. I just think I just really hope we put more money into mental health after this. I just think it's so oh, yes. important. And we are going to oh, see yes. direct effects from this pandemic. And if we don't do yeah, something no, about I could it, not agree away, on that. Well, be, fully, fully behind. Be so let's put our voices together, I guess. Um, I was just thinking also of your DJ DJ work. Yeah. How does obviously no DJ, no events, so no DJ live going to parties. Um, has your work changed? Have you done online things? So how does it work on this industry? So this was kind of probably the first reason I it really hit me that this was a serious situation was when they started to cancel the festival. So my management were on the phone to me like, ah, oh, this is cancelled. Because this is be bearing in mind that at this point now in my normal year, I would be yeah. gearing up to have zero really? weekend um, time. I literally, this every weekend since lockdown, I've been cancelling, you know, deleting out of my diary. I mean, literally every oh. single week. I'm looking at my diary now. Every single weekend across up until oh. September oh, no. is festival, oh, festival, really festival, festival. And it was so genuinely heartbreaking for me because that is my it's my it's what it's not just the thing that earns me the money it's also my passion I love it to pieces um I have my own stage at a festival at the pig hotel called smoked and uncut and it's I've got a stage called Harriet's house party where we bring you know last year I had a special guest professor green Nick Grimshaw and um Rob DeBank And that was going to be even bigger this year. And that's all cancelled. And obviously, everybody is going through. Wow, yeah. But that's, much that's worse quite sad. Than what no, I'm no, discussing. Yeah. Um, but, but that was my, yeah, but that was my, that was my moment of realisation of this is really serious. So, yeah, I took to the, I took to Instagram Live and I've done, I found it really fun. Like, I've connected with so many people I would never have connected with before. I did. I've done DJ sets for Gay Times and lots of brands and people that it's it's meant something to me that I've gone. I'm live in someone's living room and they're having a nice time as a result of the music I'm playing. And it's weird because even though it's totally different to seeing people's faces and physically touching and feeling their reactions, um, it's still been really gratifying to have people yeah. message you the next day and say, God, like we had such a fun night because we were listening to your music. So although it's changed and it's not the same and I won't be having the summer that I expected, I'm certainly excited for the fact that I've now found yeah, another way that you, I can you reach know, people. You are talented. I keep on DJ. saying it, but you are very good at it. So do not stop. That's for sure. No, it's definitely oh, true. So social media is a good transition because a lot of uh, guests have been saying Uh, they use social media more than classic events where they attend a party and they network in a very classical and classic, sorry, and old fashioned way. Um, are you more the generation of using social media and your entire mm. networking is done through your social media? I would say most of my networking is in person. Like I definitely love to be in meet people in real life. I definitely go to lots of events. I go to lots of, um, you know, someone invites me to something and I'm engaged with it um I'm engaged with the subject matter I'm engaged with what's going on at the event I want to go there and when I for example I host MTV Push which is a live event every which is usually mm -hmm. takes place every month you know I meet different music PRs and become really friendly with them and then they invite me to a gig and that to me is the most fun thing to do like networking in that way where it involves doing the things I'm passionate about like going to gigs and 
um, and having fun and that kind of stuff. But still, I also use social media 100%. Like I love, I absolutely adore if someone finds me on social media and messages me um, and we've sort of become friends, <laughs> even though we've never met. Like that's that to me still blows my mind. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's a really it's a really exciting thing because it's like, you know, we can just kind of get to know each other online. And then when we meet in real life, it's really, it's really fun. I mean, I've had loads of those experiences where I've met someone in real life who I've been talking (laughs) to for years and I've never actually met. Um, But I would say for me, probably more in person. Yeah, definitely. It feels like it. And on social, uh, which which, uh, network is the most powerful for you? Instagram. Definitely. Like I definitely, um, I'm quite enjoying using TikTok, but I'm like not very good at it. But Instagram is definitely my one. Like Twitter scares me too much. People are too, it's too, it's too much of a, I don't know. It's, I find it too negative. I don't like um, the negative side of Twitter. I think it's, it can be used in such a horrible way. Bullied, and I've yeah. seen so many very yeah. good friends being yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's opening the door because it's instant and, and like it's short it and it's brief and they allow people who don't know how to write very well just to be brutal in a couple of words and exactly. that's true in a way it's uh, that's what we feel as well um, so Instagram is the way that it is the network that you're investing in all your efforts um, for, for networking any quirky story of people you've met yeah, through social 100%. media and, and then met in real life and become friends or not actually that people you may have got on socially on on, on Insta and then met them and say oh my gosh what a weirdo <laughs> oh no do you know what not really I tend to I'm just I just like I love meeting new people and for me I mean I've I, one thing that's definitely happens mm. through social media is dating this is the new thing really? like, people sliding into my dms on Instagram I've never experienced yeah like more recently I've definitely experienced that uh, which is a new thing for me but no like I've never had any negative experiences I've definitely um I've definitely shared messages with people and really made connections. Like I recently did a podcast where I was quite open, honest and like vulnerable and uh, about my uh, like childhood and things that had happened to me. And the thing that I love more than anything is when I get a girl messaged me and she uh, she said, oh, I just wanted to say like, you know, she also had grey hair and um and 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 she related to a few things that I'd said in the podcast and I was like that is amazing I feel I find it weird it's like I'm it's crazy that you've even listened but also even crazier that it's meant something to you because even if one person is positively affected by anything I do then I'm then that makes me so happy so I think that's the side of social media that I love yeah is when people can just drop you a DM and be like oh I really like dating comments I don't know if you're single or not at the moment lovely Harriet but I well here we go so I think I am. I am. Well, any any um, back up there, in the know. past weeks, I think um, you should get a few uh, a few messages sent to you. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yes, it's brand new though. You've launched it only what, a week but or something. I'm so yeah. So in the um, fingers on, crossed. Um, thank you for all that. So very yeah. honest uh, and talks. So I really like that. Um, just to finish on this podcast about your networking and the power of human connection. If you have to give some tips to people on the best way to network and to keep in touch with with the world and the and, and human um what would you give them as an advice the best piece of advice um i think i was ever given and then i therefore um used a lot in my career was go to everything when you're f- first starting out go to everything go and meet everyone go and say hi walk up to people um introduce yourself um put yourself in a vulnerable position because more often than not it works out 
well for you and there are going to be times when you get rebuffed and people aren't interested and people don't want to be your friend or whatever but most more often than not the some of the best friendships I've ever made in the industry and outside of it and some of the best connections I've ever made like one of my incredibly close friends um is one of the reasons that I work so much with MTV because we we met and then um you know she liked my presenting and she got me involved and, and she's also a really close friend of mine so I think the most important um the most important yeah. thing about uh networking is just to get out there and do it I would I just never said no to anything in the beginning of my career um and follow it up you know be actually conscious and aware of people and what they're going through and, well it seems to be I, working I for you that, so thanks so, so much for your time Mario it's much appreciated we'll be we'll be tuning in so for everybody listening no what's your Instagram account again uh, my Instagram is Fabulous. I am so we'll make sure to uh, to contact you if you have any question for Harriet do contact her directly on her Instagram or contact me Clemence and I will make sure to introduce you to Harriet Please do. thanks ever so much again for your time speak to you very soon à bientôt bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Connection Privé, a podcast produced by Clementine Communication PR Agency. This episode was mixed and edited by Chris Osborne. For more insightful interviews about networking and the power of human connection, make sure to subscribe to Connection Privé on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review in the Apple Podcast Store or tell a friend about us. I'm your host, Clémence de Crécy, and I hope to see you again soon. À bientôt!